to the Age of Light podcast. I'm your host, Darlene, a certified coach and hypnotist that is dedicated to supporting you as you reignite your fire. Together, we will cover topics from well-being and spirituality to confidence and business. Get ready to be activated and receive your permission slip to be authentically you and live beyond limits. So let's shake up your belief system and step through the portal of possibilities. Be warned. This podcast will lift your vibration. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today's guest is Aja Vansika and I'm so happy to have her in the space. She's absolutely so wonderful and just really, really inspiring. This whole conversation was incredibly inspiring to me and she's just an overall amazing person to be around. I met her over two years ago in a program, one of the first programs I ever joined actually. And um, from the moment that I saw her, I thought, wow, I love your energy. Um, so it's an absolute pleasure to have her on this podcast. And I cannot believe that we recorded this the day that a hurricane was supposed to hit where she was living. Um, so <laughs> thank you so much, Aja. And um, enjoy. And please feel free to leave a review. I will also be linking where you can find Aja below. I am so excited for you to listen to this. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Aja. How are you feeling? Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm feeling absolutely amazing <laughs> for being here. I just, we are getting ready to have a hurricane here. I'm in Lake Mary, Florida, and I'm a little bit sick, but despite all of that, I'm so excited to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't actually believe that you're, that you're here with everything that's going on. Um, you are. So thank you so much for sharing your time with me because that's your most valuable resource. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a first time hurricane. Um, I'm just I just moved to Florida. So this is my first hurricane ever. So I think that after this, I will be able to consider myself a true Floridian. <laughs> wow, what a what a big welcome. <laughs> oh <God>. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Right. So let's dive right in then. Um, tell us about you. Tell us about um, what has brought you here today and um, your business, Freedom Supply Society. Um, tell us about, tell us all about it. I would love to tell you guys all about Freedom Supply Society is actually now Aja Vansika Consulting just as of um, just like a few weeks ago. So I'm really happy to make that change because even though freedom supply is like my main thing, it's like, that's what I really value in life. It's like Mm -hmm. freedom is everything. Like I really, really value it. I'm trying to step into my big girl CEO pants. And so moving into being Aja Vansika Consulting, is a, a kind of like a big dream that I now have of having some consult, some consultants under me and working in the business with me and allowing me to kind of start to step out of my business and letting other people do the work. I know that sounds weird. It's just like, what? You don't want to work in your business? No, I don't. Actually, <laughs> I want to have some other people come in and I want them to, um, to run the business. I want them to do the the consulting. Right now I do do all of my consulting because the proprietary process that I use, 
I can only do it and I can't teach anyone else to do it. So right now I am doing the, the bulk of the consulting because of the process that I use, but it's amazing. So amazing. Oh my God, that's actually such a big step. And I'm really, really excited for you to do that. Um, so tell us about the work that you do. Okay, so with uh, the consulting that I do is a little bit different than what you might see in a, a regular business consultant, mm -hmm. because I do use the proprietary process, I actually focus more on goal setting and strategy and planning. So it literally is like, we go through what I call your MVP which is your mission, your vision, and your principles. And we use that to set up your goals. See, a lot of times what I see what, what happens in this online space is that we will go and say, okay, I want to have this business and what do I need to do to create it? So we'll start to get out there and look to see what other people are doing. Like, that's just what we do, right? There's nothing wrong with that. We'll look to see what other people are doing and then we'll start to implement what they're doing. But we don't really have the big picture as to why they're doing those things. So a lot of times they don't work for us or we have very, very limited success. But if you start with your MVP, your mission, your vision, and your principles, those will give you the answers to everything. Like, should I offer a six-week program? Should I start a podcast? Should I um, do a podcast interviewing? You know, whatever it is, your MVP is going to give you the answers to that. And then you can create your strategy and your plan from there because it's all based off of what you really, really want to create. So I really think it's the most amazing thing for anyone at any point in their business, whether they are starting out or they're trying to scale and well, everyone's trying to scale, no matter if they're starting out, you know, no matter what everyone wants to grow, but the best way for them to grow is to create simple and sustainable strategies. And they get that by using their MVP. So I just love it. Like I could talk about this all day long. Wow. Wow, that those sound really, really interesting. What has led you down this road? Well, I'm a little crazy. So I kind of feel like <laughs> I needed to rein in all of the ideas that I had, you know, the people who have all of the ideas and they are changing up stuff every five minutes, you know, that's me. Hello. Hi. And so because of that, I wasn't having a lot of the success that I wanted because I was changing up things all the time. And I'm going to say, I'm going to caveat by saying, I don't think that there's anything at all wrong with changing up. You know, I love human design. I'm also a human design consultant and I'm a manifesting generator. That's what we do. We change up. Okay. Have our hands in all of the pots, doing all the things, exploring, like that's what we do. I don't find there to be anything wrong with that. It's just that where we are able to allow ourselves that freedom is where we need to find that. We need to find that particular place and it doesn't really land very well in the scaling if we're using it um, with, within the, the, the concept of goal setting. Like if that should be used, like having the freedom to change up when you're doing social media, like your marketing, like as a CEO, we're supposed to grow our business. We're supposed to cultivate the, the, the culture of our business. And we're supposed to be uh, the person who is really like doing the marketing. So that's where we get to have our ideas that are plentiful. And it took me a long time. Oh my gosh, Darlene, it took me so long to actually realize that my 
cuckoo craziness and not being able to put my ideas in a cohesive strategy, that that was a problem for me because I kept changing. And when you bring on other people into your business, oh my gosh, they're not going to be happy when you're changing every five minutes because they're not going to be able to support you in the best way. So really reining that in for me and being able to create all of the ideas that I want to create and bring them into fruition, but knowing when I'm working on them, like that's what strategic mapping really does. Or shall what I started to really call it was intentional business mapping. Cause it's really, it really is an intentional process, right? So if you're going to start a podcast, when are you going to start a podcast? We work very much on quarters, which is kind of like masculine and corporate type of talk, but I actually really love it because it takes the guesswork out of everything. When am I going to start a podcast? In quarter three, what is, and then you get to plan it all out, you know, in quarter three, what this podcast is going to be all about. So it really takes the, the, the decision fatigue and the confusion out of what you're going to be focusing on and when it takes it all out. And that's how I got started because like I said, I was really crazy. It's all the cray cray. <laughs> I really, I like just listening to you talk. I see a lot of me and you as well like i've had to rein it in quite a bit um because i also every day i have so many ideas of things that i could be doing i lie awake in bed at night and suddenly i just have the best idea ever and i have to grab my phone and write it down or i remember oh my god i have to do this i have to do that and then i'm awake again or i wake up in the morning and i'm like oh my god i have so much to do um so i totally get that and I think that's such a beautiful way to um, balance kind of the masculine because like you said, like you you kind of you have to dip your your feet into the masculine energy in order to get things done. Yes. Because yes, you can have billions of ideas, but if you don't know how to structurally actually make them, them yeah. happen, they're never going to happen for you. Um, so I find that really, really fascinating what you've what you've just been speaking about. And the other thing about that too, just to, to um, pivot off of what you were saying as well, or to continue, is that when you are, when you have all these ideas, if you are like writing them down and doing all the things like that's what you should be doing, but then making the decision to go forward with that idea, we have to always go back to look at our MVP. Should we be doing that? Is this really gonna be the, the thing that's gonna help us mm. to move forward and move the needle in our business to get to that vision that we have, that big, beautiful vision that we have? A lot of us, we have such big, beautiful visions and plans and we're able to help so many people do so many things and we they need us like they literally need us and this big beautiful vision that we have for supporting them they really really need us but we can't get that to them and we can't help them if we're not able to structure what are the best ways and the best ideas to actually help them and that's really what strategic mapping is all about it's about getting everything together pulling all of those ideas and using the best ones that's going to move the needle in your business and it's going to be the best ideas for your clients. We want to support them, right? So how can we, how can they get our support if we're not able to get our crap together? Am I allowed to say crap on here? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get our crap together so that we can help the people. That's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I love that. That's, um, yeah, we need more of that. We need more of that, especially because I feel like 
I was thinking about this um, yesterday is we're so overloaded with information on a daily basis through social media. And this is something that I really noticed as well in the, the, in the time that I've been running my business is that um, especially at the beginning, I would see something that someone else was doing as I need to do that. Then you see, imagine if you follow thousands of people, it's like, oh, I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to do that. But the reality is, does that actually align with what I want to do? Exactly. And we, especially when we're first coming into the online space, we see all of that. We have no idea what we should be doing. And I would say even like two or three years in, we still have no clue. Like, do we really, really know all the things as to what's really going to help us scale our business and grow and be able to do and have that big vision? We really, really don't. So when we're looking at all of these people, they are, it's like, oh my gosh, they're, they're, they're living the lives. They've got the, the beautiful business that we want and we, we want it to. And so when we start taking on and looking at doing the things and implementing the things that they're doing, and we don't have all of the information, like that's, they're doing it for a reason. I was just having this conversation with a friend, like they're doing those things for a particular reason. Mm-hmm. And we don't know why. So we start to do those things like, oh, this is what I was talking about. Oh, you got me all hyped up over here. I'm all excited. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we were talking about a friend of mine and I, we were talking about podcasting. Now, when you're podcasting, podcasting is like a long term thing. Like it's a, it's a long term game, right? So you have to have your other like micro types of um, marketing to, to go along with it. You can't just rely on the the podcasting but some people do start podcasts for a particular reason some people want it just to get clients like and they know it's going to be a long-term game Mm -hmm. like for me when I started my podcast was it about so much getting clients it wasn't more about that it wasn't about that more than what it was about was I wanted a space for me to create thought leadership like that's what I really want I want I talk a lot as you can see I want to talk I want to talk about all the things and I want to create the space for my thought leadership. And I want people to hear my concepts and my ideas. And I want them to, to be able to, to, to take those concepts and those ideas and use them and implement them and start to really get some, um, some actionable plans and steps that they could use. So it's, it's, Again, with someone else seeing me start a podcast and like, oh, well, I was just doing da, 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 da. I'm going to do it too. Yeah. But you don't know why. I was just doing that. And you also don't know she's got other micro things that she's doing along the way that she's not just relying on the podcast. So I think it's important for us to really get clear, have a lot of clarity on our MVP. And that's a hard thing because sometimes we just don't know what we want. (laughs) And if you're like me and you, and we have lots of ideas about the things that we want and, and where we could go, it's kind of hard to choose. So what I would say for people who don't really know exactly what it is that they're wanting, but want, of course, to start creating their MVP, their mission, vision, and their principles. Principles That is just to start where you are. Like if, if next year, like look at next year, where do you want to be this time next year? You don't have to go to a three or five or 10 year plan. You can go to six months or you can go to a year. Where do you want to be in six months? Where do you want to be in a year? And start creating your plan from there. And then if things change, which they probably will, because we get um, to see all the, the, uh, the people doing different things, we want to learn different things. You and I were just talking about the programs that we're in and the things that we're learning. And the more we are around other people, the more things we learn. Like I just found out 
maybe about a month ago that you can fly private for cheap. I'm like, what? You don't have to spend Where? tens of thousands of, I know, right? <laughs> There's like a company, I don't know the company name, but I did look it up and you can fly for, uh, they go to, they don't go to all the big cities, like, you know, the, the big airlines do, but they go to specific ones and it was like $500, but it's like an Uber where like it's different people on there. Like it's, it's a private plane. You're not just flying there by yourself with just you and your family or whatever. It's a couple other people on there, but it's not tens of thousands of dollars. So the, again, I would not have learned that had I not been in the space with someone who was making eight figures or, you know, something, I don't know how much she makes to be able to get that information. So is that on, is that on my vision list? Yeah, diagon right it is. Cause I did not know that that was possible. <laughs> so things changed a little bit. I don't mm -hmm. ever want to fly commercial. I want to fly private. And now that's on my vision. You know, it's part of my big vision. Your vision, we think that is just about either life or business, but it's together because this business that we're creating, nobody's starting a business because they just feel like it. They wanted to support their life. So let's be real. It's about the money, but it's also about the support that we get to give to other people. And when people say, oh, I just want to be of service. Well, all businesses are of service. Every last one of them. That's what businesses do. They have a service for people. So we never have to look at, well, I just want to um, have a service. You know, I just want to be of service. If you have a business, you're in business to make money. And that money is to help you support the lifestyle that you want. So look at that. Build your, your, your vision based off your, the life that you want and the business that you want. I cannot tell you that that was the, the most, it was the most important aspect that I've learned over the years, because when I first started, I was a spiritual life coach and I had, I filled my, my coaching um, calendar up with clients and I had 20 and I was coaching them like they, you know, like I have clients all the time. That was not what I wanted. I didn't know that then. I thought that's just what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get booked out as they say, right? So I did, I got booked out and my calendar, it sucked because I didn't have any free time. Did I just tell you freedom supply is like my most important thing and I had none of it? <laughs> I had none of it. So of course, now that I un understand that you have to create the business based off of the life that you want, mm -hmm. things are so much different. Now, now I'm actually able to come and do a podcast with some people like you yes I love that because like as you said that it kind of um in my head this image came up of um do you know how snakes shed skin for example yes I just imagined like how we as beings because we've created the vision of the life that we want instead of shedding we're actually finally molding ourselves to the life that we want and kind of moving into the skin that is now fit for us rather than leaving it, if that makes sense. I love that. That is the most amazing analogy. That is spot on. That's exactly what we're doing. Like we really need to take that into consideration, but we're not really taught that. And I think especially with like what you do is really so important to help people to really like work through that mental clutter to get to believing that they can have the life that they want, to get to believing that they can set up the business in the way that they want to support that life and to support the their clients as well. Like it's not a either or, it's a both and. Mm -hmm. So I think it's so super important. 
Yeah, I definitely think there's such a big shift happening in the either or that you just said, um, especially um, for women in that sense as well, which is you can either have a successful business career or or you can take care of your family. But why why couldn't you do both? Why couldn't oh my gosh. you make enough money to support your family and still be able to spend enough time with them? Okay, so I was listening to Rachel Rogers podcast and she had Cheryl Sandberg of the Facebook Meta in on there. I don't know what what episode. I was listening to this in the car and they were talking about how you men don't men are never asked, you know, oh, you have a family, you won't be you won't be a good worker or you know whatever, you won't be able to show up on time and you won't be able to. Men are never Put into those categories that we're put into and so it was just such a it, it's such a great reminder that we get to build the life that we want no matter what other people say there needs to be a lot of uh, a lot more gender equality in the world and a lot more you know diversity of course but just we have to really start looking at our own selves and say especially as women that we don't have to follow those rules anymore. Like that's not where we have to, I mean, if you want to, you want to, you know, I'm not saying anything about anything other than that if you want to have a better life and you want to be able to have that equality, like we have to stand up for ourselves. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, no, absolutely. I also think there's so much um, just systemic and like ancestral stuff, ancestral stuff that um subconsciously creates those blockages which makes us which lets us grow up and think i can't do that i could never go that far it's like this invisible bubble that we live in and that tells us no we cannot go that far like you have to be so scared of making money or you have to be so scared of speaking up i mean i five years ago if you would have told me that i would be here talking about hypnosis and spirituality you know i'd be like yeah sure um <laughs> and just deem myself crazy um but you get to do that you get to do that and all all the people that are walking around through the world thinking that they're crazy for having spiritual beliefs or believing in human design or believing in hypnosis um it's completely valid and they're able to speak up but subconsciously we've created this that's, yes. that's the line. Like you can't say that because that's the line. <laughs> so how do we get out of that? By working the subconscious mind as much as we can. That's why I love hypnosis so much. I feel like that's one of the, that's one of the ways, but it's yeah. a lot of waking up, kind of snapping ourselves out of that and being like, this is available to us but also looking at other people who, who we resonate with that have done that, that right. have been there, that have walked the path. I literally was saying this to someone today who was struggling with something that I used to struggle with. And I said to her, just remember, you are literally five steps behind me. Like oh I gosh. used to be you. Uh -huh. You are walking the same path as me. You are right behind me. I am right in front of you. That is so important. A friend of mine and I, the same one, I was, she's my biz bestie. We talk about everything. If you guys don't have a biz bestie, you guys need to get one. <laughs> yes, yes. We were talking about that same thing about how literally we're just like just a few steps ahead of our clients. 
and we know exactly what they're going through because we were just there, right? And I think that that's a really, really important point because people see the people who have like, who looks like they have everything together, but they don't realize that they were just there like a year or two. (laughs) They were right where you are right now, just a year or two ago. And they've just learned and you can do the same thing. There is nothing stopping you, but you and your brain, Mm -hmm. like literally just you and your brain stopping you. And I listen to a lot of Stacey Bayman and a lot of um, Brooke Castillo. I don't know if you know who they are. I just love, I love it, love it, love it. Because along the lines of you with the thoughts and everything, thoughts and uh, helping people to, uh, like you said, snap out of it. They also teach, well, not they, it's, it's really, Brooke Castillo has a process called the model. And I just love the model with um, looking at your circumstances and your thoughts and your feelings and your actions and your results. And I think that's super, super important for really knowing that you do have the power. Like we think that it's the situations that are driving all of our feelings when really it's just our thoughts about this, this situation. I was telling one of my clients that the other day, she's like, mm, I don't know about that. I don't know if I can get on board with that because I'm really about the feelings. I'm like, okay, well, go ahead, step into it with your feelings and then track it back. Track it back to what made you feel that way. You know, and she's like, well, a thought. Exactly. (laughs) It's the same thing. You can start wherever you want to start, but it's still going to lead to something that you thought about. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other day, my son told me, you guys are going to just not believe what this little boy told me. He's 15. And we were talking about like saving money and I watched this Netflix special and the, the lady was talking about on the right side, you've got the, the love and the need category. And then on the left side, you've got the want and the like. So if you're spending your money on all the likes, like you just buying stuff off Amazon and it's nothing in the love category, like maybe in the love category, I'd love to take a vacation. I love to go to Mexico. I love to whatever, right? You've got your needs. You need to pay your bills or, you know, all that kind of stuff. But if you're spending all your money on the likes, just buying whatever's, you know, then that money could be going into the love category. And so he says, I feel like I can just have anything that I want. I'm like, well, I think you can too. Maybe not all at the same time, especially at 15, but because if, if you're thinking that I'm supposed to be the one to give you everything that you, you want, then we're going to have some problems. So he's like, I just don't have the same ideals as you. I'm like, okay, all right. But I'm, but like, I'm your mother and my job is literally to keep you safe and teach you things. <laughs> like, that's literally my job. Like, are you trying to sell me that you're firing me or what's the deal here? Because I don't, I don't understand. Like, that's literally my job is to keep you safe and teach you how to be a good human in the world and survive. Like that's, that's what my job is. And we went back and forth a little bit, but he came to, to understand not that day, mind you, just a couple of days later after he said, Oh, you want to go out to eat? And I said, yeah, you got money. And, <laughs> and he was like, Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And then it was like, okay, we were out and, I said, you want to stop and get something to eat? And he's like, well, I'm saving my money for, for such and such and such and such. I've got something I want to buy. Okay, great. So now you understand what I'm telling you, you know? So it's just like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know what I brought that point up for, but <laughs> <laughs> apparently I just wanted to tell the world about how my belligerent child thinks that um, he knows more than me at 15 and I am 50. <laughs> I'm 50. Okay. I think no. I know a little bit more than a 15 year old. 
my mind is blown you do not look it thank you you're so sweet i am sitting here with my hands under my chin blinking <laughs> like i'm an angel for you guys that can't see me <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, but that's such a beautiful concept um, of the money part of the love and the life. Wasn't it? Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. That's really, that's a mind blowing way of thinking at it. Well, thinking at it, looking at it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So tell us um, a little bit more about your journey to getting to where your personal development journey, if that's what you want to call it, to becoming this aware spiritual in a sense person i think that anyone who decides to become an entrepreneur is going to go through their spirituality their personal growth their all of it is going to to grow it's going to be tested things are going to change you're going to see things from a different perspective like it is impossible not to when you become an entrepreneur right so as I said, I started out as a spiritual life coach. I'm Muslim, even though lots of people wouldn't think that I am, but I'm Muslim. <laughs> and I was having a hard time with wanting to practice Islam in the way that I wanted to practice it, mm -hmm. not traditionally. So I'm a non-traditional practicing Muslim. And I found that there were lots of other people who wanted to uh, really have a spiritual or build a spiritual spiritual relationship in a non-traditional way. Not just Muslims, but there were Catholics, there were Jewish people that we all had. Um, I started um, a group and um, uh, what do you call it? A group program. And so they joined the group program and that's where like I was really helping them. But then I moved out of that. Um, and I think that sometimes we also, we also are afraid to pivot in our business when we, maybe we've outgrown it. And for me, I outgrew that. I, I did what I needed to do in that space for myself and for my own personal growth. And then I started to move into doing um, like more into the business side of uh, helping newbie entrepreneurs. And then I started building websites and, and I'm a self-taught web designer. And then you know, everyone tells you when you're good at something, you're supposed to do that. Like do that thing. You're so good at it. Do that. No, I would say definitely not. <laughs> that was so fun for me. It was a hobby. Like I loved it. And then when I started doing it for business, I didn't like it anymore. <laughs> I, remember that. I remember that though. That was back when, so yeah. um, Aja, we met in a mastermind that was run by someone called Louisa, uh, Louise. There we go again. <laughs> we with the Louisa, Louise. Um, and we met back in 2020. Was it 2020? Yeah. I think it was even before then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was before then. It was like 2019. What? It was before COVID. What? It was long wow. before COVID. Mind blown. Um, okay, well, it was before then. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remember that. I remember when yeah. when you would post on Facebook about your website designs. Yeah. I remember that so vividly. Um, that lasted for about two years and I couldn't stand it anymore. Please. I just couldn't. It just was so horrifying to this thing that I love to do and to bring people into it who it was just not okay. Like it was, I'm just going to say that sometimes your hobbies don't always need to be a business. <laughs> we think it, we think that it, it does. And we're told that 
but it doesn't always need to be a business. Sometimes you can just keep it as a hobby. So I redo my website now like every three months because it's just fun. And people are like, well, that's not a money-making activity. No, but this is, I do this outside of my business hours. This is my fun. So when it changes, you guys, it changes. (laughs) So I went from that to um, becoming a, a regular life coach and then I became a human design consultant. If you remember seeing all those posts, human design consultant, I did that for a year. And then I moved into this year, um, I moved into being an OBM and now I am a consultant. So um, I found that when I was uh, with my OBM clients, a lot of them either just needed a VA or they needed consultant. They didn't really need someone to manage their business more than they needed someone to really help them with putting things in order when they should be doing something like we talked about, getting their goals together. What goals should they even have? Like, it was just like, they really didn't even know that. We all think that we do. We all think that we have the right goals, but most of the time when we go through the process, they find that, oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't really realize that um, I could um, have uh, maybe even like in the marketing, maybe they like, I'm not really a huge social media person. I'm on there, but not a whole, whole lot. And like for me on Instagram, I did the the nine grid. I'm still working on it, but I do a lot of stories and reels. I'm not on, you know, a lot doing a lot of posting. And so sometimes people don't even realize what they can actually do, what options they have, if they're not consulting their MVP, you know, if they're not there, the MVP brings out the real goals because it's really based off of who they are and what they want to do. So I'm um, just, it's, it's amazing. So that's how I got here. And let me tell you that one of the, the things that I've really had to do for personal development is I've really had to decide and this is just like the truth. I really had to decide, are you going to be a CEO or not? Like, I really wanted to move out of the coaching online space of like, this is what, you know, we see coaches do to actually, I really want to have a business that allows me to step out of it and not be so in, in the business, like in, in the business. And I really want to work on building myself up as a CEO. And that's a lot of self-concept shifts. That's a lot of looking at who you are and how you're making decisions. That's a lot of deciding that you're going to work on your thoughts and make your decisions from a higher level of thought processing and problem solving. And that's super hard when you are looking at imposter syndrome and you're looking at, oh my gosh, like I'm not a CEO yet, you know, like, but you have to still make decisions like you're one, you know, that was a very, very hard thing for me in terms of self-growth, personal development. Oh my gosh, Darlene, the cray cray is real. Like seriously, (laughs) lots of times of, um, of, of, of going like back and forth with myself of, of what I can do, like you said, and what I can't do. Oh, I can't do that. Well, why not? Well, no, because like, it's like an Aja on the left shoulder and an Aja on the right shoulder, just arguing with each other. (laughs) And I'm in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Saying I should do that. And this was like, no, no, you shouldn't do that. Oh, I should, I should. Craziness. It's just like, literally, I walk around the house talking to myself all the time with different accents, I may say. (laughs) Yes. And my son will tell me, stop talking like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's, I I just want to say as well, um, 
I, I remember you so vividly when we were on the mastermind calls years ago and you were always really captivating in the way that you speak and you really are as well the whole time we've been <laughs> doing this recording. Thank you. Um, you're really captivating with your story, but I also just want to say that um, it's very inspiring to see how, you know, yes, you have done so many different things, but you are where you are now. And I think that's so inspiring because to people like me who are still a few steps behind you as well um in terms of business it's it's very inspiring to see that because i too have changed multiple times um not necessarily exactly the direction that i wanted to take but my branding has changed a billion times <laughs> um and um it's just reassuring to know that um that's okay and that that's normal and that change comes with it and like you say you outgrow things within you your do. business mm -hmm. and that it's okay to move on from that so yes it's you. just a stepping stone it's mm. just something that in you you don't know why you're doing this particular thing and we still may not know even after we're done doing it what we needed to learn that thing for you mm -hmm. know what i mean it may come later on that it's going to be very useful for that but even like now with me knowing that I don't ever want to do web design for people ever again I can tell people all about it though I'm very skilled at it you know so I can still help my clients through it if they have questions I can answer them for them you know things like that or I can direct them to what they need so we never know what we're going to learn a skill for and I'm so happy that you're open to that like you're open to being that you're open to the concept of it's just okay that that's not what I'm doing anymore and I'm moving on you just have to be in this business world. You have to be flexible. I'm mm. so proud of you. Oh, thank you. And I'm so proud of you as well. Thank you. Like, oh, CEO, that suits you so well. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so, it's really refreshing to see though, because you do see people out there who feel like they have to stick with the same thing until they die. Um, and just hardcore hang on to the same branding, the same exact thing, even though, you can see that it might not necessarily fit where they are at in life anymore. Right. And I think it's so natural because we're human beings. We literally learn something new within every probably second we change, even yes. just the slightest bit. Um, we're constantly evolving and everything goes with that. Even, I mean, products, if you look at, I don't know, products or major websites, I don't know, like Google has changed a billion times ever since it launched, for example. I don't know why that's the first thing that came oh, Facebook is now meta. I know, <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Instagram yeah. is owned by Facebook now. I mean, who, why would we not think that we're not supposed to change? <laughs> I, know. I know, right? But the funny thing is, this is also the weird thing is that like, we want to, we need those changes to happen to suit our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, not need, but they did happen. Um, <laughs> and the, those changes have happened and we've adapted to those, yet we really struggle to um, accept ourselves and our own changes, yeah. which I find very yeah, interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. I just will caveat with that, with um, saying again that changes are amazing. Like we have to reinvent ourselves, but we also need to do them in a way or should I say when it's time? And I, again, I go back to strategic mapping. You guys will hear me say this 50 million times during this episode. 
strategic mapping will help you to understand when those things are when those when to put those things in place it's just it just takes all of the guesswork out of it like if you find yourself saying I don't know what to do next and I don't know what to focus on or I don't know when to rebrand and I don't know how this rebrand is growing Mm -hmm. strategic mapping is your best friend it's like the most amazing tool like I'm gonna speak like a valley girl like now because it's so amazing (laughs) <laughs> no, I totally hear you. Like <laughs> totally. Totes. <laughs> I love this conversation. This is so good. Yeah. No, it, it's honestly so fun to have you on. I just love your energy. You've always like even I mean, I've silently lurked for a while since we ended the, the mastermind now and I just love your energy. But yeah, before we wrap this up, I would love to know if there's anything that's coming up for you that you feel like I really want to share this or I really feel called to say this right now to the people listening. Most definitely. I've had this one quote that I found years and years and years ago, and it is the most profound thing like ever. Like when you guys hear it, you're going to be like, what? Oh my gosh. And (laughs) And it is, it is not who you think you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. I'm going to say it again. It is not who you think you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. What? Oh my God. I feel called out right now. (laughs) (laughs) I call myself out with this every day. It's just like, how am I going to show up as a CEO when I don't believe that I am? And that's where that comes from, right? It's just like, yeah. I have to get back into that, you know, every day it's every day, every day. It's, it's, it's a, it's something that I have to remind myself of. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to do. No, absolutely. There's one thing that I keep telling myself and that has been like, um, something like you, where you keep saying the quote to yourself, where you call yourself out with that quote is, are you having your own back? Oh, I love that. I use oh that God. so much. And like, cause I, I grew up a just hardcore people pleaser. Um, and I used to stay in friendships that didn't serve me. I'm probably going to do a whole podcast episode about this anyways, you but I um, have to, yes. Um, it's one of the main principles that I've been living by over the last few years, a few years, few months where I've literally been asking myself this question in a friendship or in a situation, um, am I having my own back? And if the answer is no, then that situation or that person just isn't meant to be for me because- I love it. Yeah, it's it's those things. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh, I have to start instilling that one too because I I think that for me, that goes back to your MVP. It's like, is this something that's gonna help me? Am I having my own back with showing up to the call even though there's a hurricane that's getting ready to start and- Yes, it just started raining. So as I'm looking at my windows, like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> but, you know, am I going to have my own back? You know, am I going to show up? And I really, really wanted to show up, even feeling like not so great. And this mother, mother earth <laughs> doing its thing over here. I really wanted to have my own back. And I'm so happy that you said that. Like, I'm literally going to write that on a sticky and put that on my computer because I really think that we all need to have our own backs. Like not really looking for somebody else to do it, but we have to do it first. So yeah, we have to go first. I love that. 
Yeah. That's, that's I, it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's very deep. 